0: The Forum at Eight on SAFM.
1: It's uh, eight minutes after eight here on AM Live. And uh, this morning on The Forum at Eight, we're discussing something termed discriminatory labor laws. Now, wait for it. The argument that we are dealing with this morning is that maternity leave is biased towards uh, or against men. Now, currently, female employees are entitled to four months maternity leave, while males can only take up to four days of paid leave. On the forum at 8 this morning, we are asking, are South African employment laws discriminatory against fathers? Now, a very interesting article that was uh, written by one of our guests. But let me just welcome them first, uh, Lisa Vettin uh, from the Witts Institute of Social and Economic Research. Thanks for coming through, Lisa. Thanks, Akina. And um, we, we are also joined by Kyle Kroble, who's a legal service manager and legal advisor at LIBCO Law for uh, All and LIBCO Law for All. So uh, thanks so much for coming through this morning, Kyle.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Now, you wrote an article about this, and I must say it was really, really fascinating, especially reading this on uh, Freedom Day. Uh, you know, many, many thoughts went through my mind. But for the benefit of our listeners, if you would just like to talk us through, you know, uh, some of the thoughts that you penned down.
2: Certainly. Um, yeah, I mean, 20 years ago, things in South Africa were so different. We saw, um, you know, that perception existed that women, the women's place is in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant and the husband, you know, should be outside contributing to South Africa's economy. But, you know, like, fortunately things have changed. We've seen more women entering the workforce and men actually playing a more active role. Uh, a strange thing, you know, is that men at that point were kind of also perceived to prefer their responsibilities outside of the home rather than being, um, in, in, active in the house. And these days, they, you know, they actually want to take an important role um, in their children's lives, in their family lives. Um, you know, these, these perceptions, unfortunately, were infiltrated in our labor laws, um, in the Basic Conditions of Employment Act. And especially when we take a look at, um, you know, something like maternity leave, it's very obvious. Um, and, yeah, the, it just hasn't stayed, our laws have not stayed up to date with the, the, uh, these modern trends and ways of thinking. Um, and it doesn't recognize the prerogative or the right of men, or the importance of men playing an active role in the household. So, um, um, mm-hmm. continue. Yeah. No, so something interesting that I'd like to mention <laughs> is uh, a recently um, there was a, a, a court order handed down where uh, a homosexual couple took um, a state apartment to court um, and challenge the fact that they um, do not have maternity leave when there is um, a child conceived through surrogacy. And the court um, found in favour um, and actually awarded them equal maternity leave benefits um, when it comes to, you know, them having a child through surrogacy. And what the court actually mentioned is that even more important than the physical welfare of the of the woman um, is the best interest of the child and we kind of have to separate between the fact that women are the ones that are giving birth and what is important for a family, for the child. And that's just an interesting observation.
1: Mm. The question then becomes, do men actually want to play a more active role? And when they are given this time off, how do they actually spend it? Are they actually sharing, uh, you know, in the tasks that uh, need to be done in order to take
3: care of this little child, Lisa? no. I mean, I think if we look at time use surveys, they show a very skewed, disproportionate amount of time being spent by women on care work in in, in, um, comparison to men. So I think the argument that getting men more involved in their children's lives from the moment of birth is an important one, but I think it's incorrect to frame it as discriminating against men. I think it discriminates against women, because it's reinforcing the idea from the outset that the, that the person who is most primarily responsible for children throughout the child's life is the mother. And I think it really is time that we did equalize that. I'll give you some statistics from the 2010 time use survey, which was done by Stats SA. And they had found that 59% of women versus 19% of of, of men spent their day caring for persons. So if you look at the statistics in relation to unemployed men and unemployed women, you'll see that unemployed women would spend 53 minutes a day versus men's 11 minutes a day caring um, caring for other persons in the household. And then we look at questions like housework the disparity becomes even more pronounced where you have unemployed women spending 265 minutes a day versus men's 135. So I think getting more men involved in care work would be a really important thing in terms of equalizing relations between men and women. Because one of the consequences of women spending more time at home looking after children, cleaning up the house, which is largely unpaid, is that they spend less time at work. So, Because men can rely on women to do all this unpaid care work, they spend longer hours at work. And according to stats, they say that's one of the reasons why South African men earn quite a bit more than South African women. So, yes, let's equalize care work between men and women. But how do we enforce that? That is a very difficult thing. I mean, I think one one way to do it might be to, to encourage more men to take paternity leave, but I think to be... Actively involved, not to say it is time to go off drinking or spending extra time with your friends, but to actually be doing that. And I think we've also got to look at how do we change norms to make it acceptable um, for men to get involved. Because in a country like the UK, for example, where men and women can take 25 weeks together and have up to 12 months off for the care of the child. Unfortunately, the majority of men haven't taken that. And the man who was writing about this said half the reason is because it's still not seen as a norm for men to spend time with little children and wipe their bottoms and take mm-hmm. them to the swings and feed them and do all those sorts of things. And I think it's shifting that and normalizing that, which would be much more difficult. So I think if you think of that advert for Kellogg's Cornflakes, or that man sitting at the table, there isn't a woman in sight. It's just him feeding all these little kids. That's an interesting advert because there you have a man looking after children and serving them breakfast. So maybe if our advertising shifted and we spent less time having women smiling over washing powder and cooking and more men <laughs> doing that, it would help shift those things. So what are your views this morning? I'd love to hear from our
1: listeners. Uh, please give us a call on 891 Are you a man? Would you like to have more time off uh, for paternity leave? If so, how much time? And do tell us. What exactly you will be doing during that time? Is it just you know time off to go and you know have a rest, you know extended leave as it were, or would you actually be helping your partner, um, you know, in taking care of this baby? And when I say take care of it, I mean in every sense, do everything that she does. Yes, you may not have uh, you know uh, breast that lactate, but uh, there are things like pumps and bottles mm. these days, so you can actually you know still feed that baby. So. Tell us exactly what your thoughts are on this and uh, just some interesting uh, stats to throw around Uh, right here on the African continent in Mm. Kenya men are entitled to 14 days paternity leave Mm. with full pay Mm. and um, uh, in Cameroon they slightly more conservative they allow. 10 days a year. So what do you make of the South African situation? I want to read a few of the tweets that are coming through this morning. Khomotsu uh, Maluleka says, Men can't ask for four months. We gallivant whilst the mother doesn't sleep. So let's rather go and work. Two weeks leave is enough. That's according to Komoto. <laughs> and Bafedile uh, says, uh, I can't help but laugh at your topic today. Your guest can have his four months leave I don't want it. So that's from two guys. How do the rest of you feel? But also, given what we are discussing this morning, um, I guess, you know, uh, the one bone of contention for me Mm. as a mother is that women's rights in this regard are not ideal. They are by no means optimal. So many mothers have to rush back to work mm. before they've even had an opportunity to properly bond with their child, and it's because of economic reasons. Mm. They need to get back to work. I myself, when I was uh, uh, when I had given birth, had to work through that uh, maternity leave in order to supplement my income. Mm. And uh, you know, and I just feel, isn't it perhaps you know, um, again, you know, uh, pushing women. Out of uh, the picture to a degree, and making this more about men and men's rights when the women are actually the ones at the coalface, Kyle.
2: Um, look, the thing is, what, what we're saying is not that we, you know, it, it, it's all about the men. This is about the mother more than anything else. It's about the child more than anything else. We are saying that it's discriminating towards women. Now, you know, the thing is, like I said previously, the best interest of the child should outweigh all of these considerations, you know, we, we need to find legislation that actually places more choice in the hands of the family so that they could decide amongst themselves, that, you know, how they want to utilize leave to, for the benefit of the family, for the benefit of the child. So, if you do not want to take your, your 14 days or 4 months leave, you know, you would then be, be in a situation where you could go and work and the other, the other partner actually um, takes that role. And I think that's that's a different way of looking at the whole
1: scenario. Mm. So tell us, what are your views on this? Um, the mothers as well. I want to know, what do you think is an ideal period of time to go on maternity leave? And um, then the issue of uh, economics comes into play, inevitably. And this is what Peter Lawton says on Twitter. He says, if government legislates six months maternity leave and a similar paternity leave... Who provides the pay and who carries on with their work? Uh, and Kia Gwen also weighs in there saying six months. Really now, who makes or decides on this? Meaning, uh, you know, the compensation uh, and, uh, the, uh, must be given and there must still be a temp who would come in and the temp needs to be paid. So, you know, people are questioning all sorts mm. of things. But where is the child in all of this, are we saying then that it's not important, you know, to for parents to take that time off during this very, very important time in a child's life? What are your views on this? 0891 Let's speak to Fren friend in uh, Johannesburg. Good morning.
2: Yes. Hi. Um, I just want to draw attention to the disparities between the earning power of men and women in South Africa. There's been an article in the Mail and Guardian on the 23rd of April, men still get lion's share of income, which shows that South Africa is the third worst in the world payer to
3: women's work.
1: Whoa. And then, then, you know, uh, so so, so if we bring that, those stats into this Mm. situation that we are dealing with right now, you know, what does that translate to?
2: It's a lot more difficult to pay someone else to look after your child when you're not earning a lot of money to start with.
1: Mm. And that's exactly what uh, Lisa has also been uh, putting out here. Thank you so much, uh, Fran and Joburg. Uh, Fran, of course, from
3: the National Council of Women. Lisa? I think that's absolutely true, and it's why we need to link this debate to the broader ones around care work. Because I think I I spoke about that first income penalty that women pay, which is because they're spending more time doing unpaid care work at home, they spend less time at work, and therefore men earn more. The second kind of um, income penalty we see women pay is the type of work they do. And again, if you look at how our economy is structured, or our employment structure, you'll find that 44% of women, that's close to half, are sitting within community, social, and personal services sector, as opposed to 19% of, of, of men. So it's double that number. That's all the work that's teaching social work, nursing, domestic work, etc. That's all located in that, in that particular structure. And then I think it's useful to compare what does care work earn in comparison to a much more traditionally masculine um, uh, employment sector like engineering. And there's been some research done that's compared nurses and engineers with the same level who've studied the same number of years and have the same educational profile. And there, if you look at their, their particular data, they said 16,000. Of the, That engineers were earning 36% of engineers were earning 16,000 rand or more per month Versus 1% of nurses So it's the second kind of income penalty that women pay so The kind of work that they do Is also paid less so, it's, so that those lower earnings come on come on two grounds because they spend less time at work, and then the work that they do is valued and paid less. So, there's a lot that we need to shift within our economy, in both the private sector and government, if we to try and bring around some sort of gender equality in the workplace. Mm. You know, I once worked in a company, and uh, the CEO,
1: she said, um, she would prefer not to employ women Mm. um, who are still in their prime and of childbearing age Mm. because,
3: you know, Mm. it just disrupts things. I've heard that comment often also from both women and men. And I think it's 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 indicative of – and I'd like to go back to a point Kyle made about the child's best interests. If we were thinking about child rearing as a really, really important part of our society – we would look at how do we create work that supports and allows for child rearing to be central, but we don't. We treat it as a burden and a nuisance and an inter- and an interference in making money. So we don't provide adequate childcare workplaces. We just don't, we make adults work long periods of time, especially those who have to use taxis and live long distances away. We simply don't think. Whatever we might mouth about children's rights, how we construct workplaces that actually allow parents to be the best possible parent they can. Mm. And, and, and uh, just going back to something that. Lisa touched on earlier, Kyle. How do
1: we get men to change their attitudes in the main so that you know they view this as, you know, serious work as the mother would. Mm. Because for the most part, even judging by the comments coming through, men just don't take this seriously.
2: Yes, no, that that is true. Um I think there's very varied, varied opinions on this and I think this is why conversation on this is very important, that people should be aware that there are discussions about changing our laws going on and that it's likely that it's going to happen. Um, the ACDP, for example, is presenting a bill in Parliament um, later this year um, asking for 10 days paternity leave. And, um, you know, the more that we talk about this controversial topic, the more opinions and feedback one can get to create law that South African people want and that they would be um, accept. And also, you know, to kind of you know, make it a, a more acceptable kind of thing. But at the same time, our law should be structured in such a way that it, you know, encourages men to to play a more active role. I actually just want to add to the whole gender pay gap um, scenario. Um, mm-hmm. Very interesting. Um, I recently read that Google and Apple are actually paying their their um, female workers, uh, you know, to have their ex um Frozen and stored, which is kind of a, a, an absurd kind of situation because um, you know they're kind of like kind of promoting putting career above family and, and structuring it as a as a benefit as such, you know. And what we see in South Africa, you know, that that workplaces actually do um, they're reluctant to to employ women because they know that they're, they're still going to have children and if children get sick you know, there's more leads that's going to be taken. So women really are prejudiced um, mm. by these perceptions that that we have.
1: Mm. And uh, let's hear what our listeners have to say. uh oh eight nine one one oh four two oh eight, that's the call-in number. And we are asking this morning, are South African employment laws discriminatory against fathers? And uh, let's hear what you have to say. Rabosutu in Swartrichens, good morning. Good morning, Sajina. how are you? Well, and you?
0: Good, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I, I can't really say whether they are discriminatory or not, but what I, I would like to add is that uh, it's very much important that the four days is not enough. I remember with my first child, yeah. I, I took the whole 20 days to be with my wife mm. because we were only the two of us, and we were during the night To in terms of taking the care of the baby. During the day, I, I was just the almost 20 days uh, of, of unpaid leave um uh, the care of my child so i like to say uh, maybe some men uh, are not in for for this thing of taking care of the children but i support the whole issue of at least uh, it should be at least three days. four days five days it's not enough with my second child i remember it took for two two weeks 14 days so um i think really it's a very important topic our unions should look into it that some of us men will like to really play an important role in with our children.
1: So how long do you think would uh, you know, be a fair amount of time for you for paternity leave? I think thirty days
0: will be will be good. Eighty days will be good because the, the woman will have recovered. that the mother will have recovered and really with the support of, of us men on the side, you will have even done you know, you'll have recovered even more better as compared to alone being alone at home. You know, and then all this stuff. Okay. I, I really feel, yeah, that, that's my comment. That's really it's a very interesting topic and it's crucial. It's very much. We like to be part and parcel of our children.
1: Thank <laughs> you so day. much, uh, Ravasutu, calling from Swartrejhans. And Ravasutu sounds like the type of guy that I would actually, you know, mm. not mind having there but there are others where I almost feel as though the, the the wife or the partner should have the right to actually approve whether he gets the paternity <laughs> leave or not. Well, what are your views? Leon in Durban, good morning. Hello. Hi, Leon.
4: Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually a, a father of, of twins, and uh, that, that's uh, something that, It's fairly unique when it comes to Mm -hmm. the father's role in the household. And uh, one thing I can tell you is that I actually felt like an uncle uh, because you don't actually have any paternal instinct when a child is actually born. That role actually kind of comes later. So up until then, your role role is actually sterilizing bottles and that sort of thing. Uh, So it's really just a hands-on approach. Uh, but actual bonding with the child doesn't really take place for the father at that stage. And there are some debates for and against it, but uh, that's pretty much my experience. And uh, I just wanted to say that, you know, from an from impact on economics versus uh, talking about bonding with children at that early age of their lives, uh, I don't think it entirely makes sense. It's just my opinion.
1: So, so, so what do you think? Uh, should it be longer? Do you think four days is sufficient? What do you think should happen?
4: I think, I think it's purely circumstantial. If, uh, if we were actually in a position where we could rather choose, so uh, let's say in, in a particular household, you've got, you've got uh, one parent who has a higher earning of income, etc., and you could actually choose one set of leave for childbearing, whatever the case is. Uh, and either way. So huh. you, you, the mom can I get all the dad can die, get. Doesn't really matter. Whatever works for the household might actually be the ideal thing for South Africa. Okay. From an economic perspective.
1: Okay. Thank you so much for weighing in on this, uh, Leon. Uh, interesting thing that Leon says, you know, uh, no paternal instincts. At that point. Now, Leon says it, and I guess nobody, you know, thought too much of that. But if a woman says, I have no maternal instincts, you know, that would cause a row almost instantaneously.
3: Well, let's think back a couple of years when, um, gosh, I forget his surname. Well, I'm thinking back, I think it's about five, six years ago, Nicolas Sarkozy, his Minister of Justice. She had a baby um, and she came back to work within three days. There was an outcry. For precisely the reasons that you mentioned, how unnatural of her to leave her child, and I mean she eventually did um, resign, but she, there was a great deal of controversy about the fact that she went back to work so soon and the harm to the child, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it is interesting that there is, as we take it for granted, that some men are going to take one day, and that's going to be a lot, and we're going to be impressed by that. So I think as it goes back to your point that we do definitely have a double standard. But I do want to say that there is some very interesting research that does suggest that. Um, Men do bond to their babies. Women start to produce a hormone called oxytocin, which is what assists them to bond to their babies when they're born. And some of the research is starting to suggest that men also produce oxytocin. Um, which enables them to, to, to bond to their babies. And I think it's a question of getting men to spend a bit more time with their children in order f- for that hormone to be stimulated.
1: I was just going to say, I would, I, would, I would think that that would be you know a prerequisite. But mm. here's an interesting uh, tweet uh, for you, uh, Kyle. Patrick uh, Ndwamato, he says, SK, men don't need paternity leave. It is un-African for men to be next to a woman who has just given birth.
2: Kyle? That's a very interesting. That's a very interesting, uh, you know, opinion. I think you know, um, men do have a role to play. Um, you know, uh, uh, times have changed. Um, you know, we we need to start looking forward and start looking to to what's happening um, on our own continent. Uh, you know, like you said earlier, Cameroon Chad, the, Bond, the Ivory Coast. They provide ten days paternity leave. Kenya provides fourteen days paternity leave. And we must start thinking about the benefits of of something like paternity leave. Studies conducted in countries that do provide uh, paternity leave found that women recover faster from the physical stress of childbirth because they've got the husband at home helping out. Um, Both sexes actually return to, to work more revitalized. And there are studies that show that the children and the father actually do um, form a stronger bond from the outset and that ensures better relationships and development in the long term.
1: Mm. And uh, just a few uh, messages here before I go back to the lines. Uh, Mondli Magubane says, On face value, uh, they are, but uh, the pertinent question is whether such discrimination is justifiable under Section 36 of the Constitution. And I think it can pass the uh, constitutional muster. Mm-hmm. Another one uh, from Nozibo Masilela says, They do not discriminate against fathers at all. If there is discrimination, it is positive, not negative. Mm-hmm. And Dumisani Mukwena says, yes, the Employee Equity Act and labor laws do not recognize fathers uh, as important as mothers. And if fathers were acknowledged, then why can't they be given maternity leave too? Paternity leave, I think you mean. And uh, this will help in having both parents taking care of the little one. And then uh, just a few others uh, very quickly uh, as they come through. uh, This one from Dumisani Ntlengetwa says, fathers should also be allowed to devote a full four months only with their wives and not with their girlfriends during maternity leave. S Memela says uh, we must at least get two months of paternity leave, half of the four months that women get. And then uh, Tepiso Mokwena says for government employees it's easy because they get a full salary however some private companies it's not the case. Mm -hmm. Francis Idris says uh, seven days will seven days to help move the mother and baby up and down between hospital and home before settling down with the rest. That is what he thinks will be sufficient, seven days. Njabulam Tombeni, as much as my wife and I partake in bringing baby on earth, I'm also entitled for a long leave. And then Tepsa Ian Mashijo says... uh I would love to have uh, paternity leave so that I can have more practice on my golf skills because, frankly, I suck. And then uh, okay. Mangaliso Ngobo <laughs> says, "When your child uh, was born, it took two weeks, uh, but you did not spend a day at home during that uh, that day because the mother-in-law was around to help." Mm um uh, Tulani says employers have an attitude when men take paternity leave and I recall I was denied a request to be with my newborn daughter Lungilandusi uh the leave should be of equal length Two parents should alternate roles. And if the woman takes the first four months, then the man should take the next four months. Ndogoza says they are fathers who would love to bond with their newborns. Four weeks, I think, is reasonable. And Bafadile says my marriage is important to me. My wife would leave me because I drive her insane. I want to work and provide for them. That is me. So let's hear what our callers have to say now. Prof. OJ in Mafiken, good morning.
0: So again, uh, good morning and how are you? Well, and you? Yes, I'm saved by the blood of God, Jesus. Let, let me bring in the the, the, the dimension of health. Uh, during nine months of pregnancy, the womb is from is displaced from its original position. After giving birth, scientifically and traditionally, it is proven that uh, 90 days is the time the period the womb takes. Uh, to be restated uh, back to its original position. Should it not, it is going to cause trouble for the mother and the uh, unnecessary sicknesses. So during that period of three months, 90 days, that, that the mother should not be involved in hard work, not even cleaning, not even cooking, because the bed rest that takes three months is for the healing of the womb. That is the time when somebody needs to be nearer, closer to that mother, doing all that, cleaning, uh, washing, uh, bathing the baby, cooking, cleaning, and doing all that. And that is the work that needs to be done by the husband. It is
1: Okay. We lost Prof. Uh, uh, OJ there, but I think, point taken, he feels three months, that's the time, and the man should be doing all the strenuous housework. Um, <laughs> now let's hear from Alfred in Peter Maritzburg. Good morning.
5: Good morning, good morning, How are you? Well, and you? This this topic reminds me of the time when I was still a shop steward. But even today, uh, because I do labor law and labor relations, I still get questions like like similar questions. But when I was still a shop steward, uh, a guy came to me at about five girlfriends. They were all pregnant. Mm-hmm. Now, then three of them <laughs> no, were I'm about to laughing. give birth in, in one in one in the same month. And this guy is asking for a paternity leave, and uh, that, that was the problem. <laughs> now, the other thing is the in terms of men taking the question of a uh, child or uh, bringing up the child and the childbirth serious. Do you think in a country like ours, where government subsidizes everything? where government feeds children and dresses children, or clothes children. Now, do you think that men will ever take it serious to take care of their children? Because uh, many girls get pregnant only to access the government's grant. Now, I'm trying to find out if you would strike the balance. And also, if you've got a man who has got more than two or three wives, even four or five, then, if they are all pregnant, let's talk about that uh, paternity leave. Then they are about one is going to give birth in April, May, June. So, what happens in that case? Sure, Alfred,
1: that's one a complicated
5: economy, one. <laughs> one. One, all economy grind to a halt. i mean, I think the, the topic is good, but unfortunately, it's much it's much focusing on the marriages more than or excluding. Those births that are taking place outside marriages. I take and that let point. Alone to say, let alone saying that even men who are married, they don't bother about, you know, much of spending time with their wives when they are pregnant, for that matter, before the child is born. And when they are given that paternity, you are quite correct, it's used to go to visit friends, and on the day when the child is born, the man is not there.
1: Yeah. No, Alfred, uh, really appreciate those insights and, and uh, we'll talk about them in just a moment. But uh, just on the issue of unions, I see Cosatu today, they've tweeted and they say uh, Cosatu and all its affiliates have put leave as a part of their substantive demands at the bargaining tables. And um, childcare by employers is and has been a workers demand across all sectors of the economy. But how are you faring on that score, Cosatu? Are you winning? Let's hear from Peter in Freiburg. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Peter. Can you hear me? Yes, mm-hmm. we can.
0: Um, I believe that uh, the Bible did not uh, encourage a man to go on leave or maternity leave, whatever it is. A man should provide for the wife, whether she's pregnant or she's due it to be birthed. So we cannot encourage a man to go for maternity leave. It doesn't make sense at all.
1: Why doesn't it make sense?
0: It doesn't make sense. A man should be able to... In fact, what the government should do is to provide uh, um, uh, opportunity or uh, chance for them to... for man to have time when the wife is giving birth. And that's it? Yeah, that, that's how the Bible... The Bible encourages that. The Bible does not say a man should go on leave. When a man goes on leave then how is he going to provide for the family?
1: But the Bible also didn't say that women should go on leave to have babies.
0: No, 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 no. A woman is a woman, the helper.
1: Yes. Okay, but, but the help can't go one way. It can't be a one-way street, Peter. But uh, Owen and Durban what's your view?
0: Um, thanks, Fakina. It's, uh, the, the, the topic is very interesting, but I think the study is um, it's just one of the means proving that... Um, uh, south Africa is very diverse and it cannot be discussed in this context and um, i think um, what is being mentioned uh, the two previous halls uh, they mentioned um, um, uh, two important issues the issue of religion and culture so uh, i don't think it is it should really be applicable and it, uh, and i think one in particular for most uh, uh, for south africa in particular i've noticed that the democracy undermines a lot of religious uh, values, which needs to be explored um, in, 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 the, in in our country.
1: So talk to us about the religious values around this matter.
0: The, the, the gentleman that just um, uh, um, uh, called in now mentioned something to do with the religious, with the functions and the duties of women. We cannot substitute that. And also, um, the, if you look at other communities like Muslims, they define clearly how what the the duties and functions of men. And also culturally, I think, among particularly Africans, there are certain things that they cannot do. They cannot get closer to the wife during a particular point uh, point in time, especially when they just um, gave birth. But and, but you can't
1: uh, be selective in how these uh, yes, you know exactly, uh, uh, yes, yes. prescripts are applied because That's if you if you want to apply it as to how maternity leave plays out, the Bible says yeah. many other things as does the Quran that men yeah. actually still do. So how do you square hmm. that?
0: that? That that you are correct, but I think the study is too Western, so it is not. It has not considered those factors. So, if it, say it, 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 it tends, the study tends to move the nation to a particular direction, which is not proper, and we do not find it proper. But because it, it, things are legislated, we have to do it. So, there is not no proper
3: according to whom?
0: No, no proper according to culture and, and religion.
3: I want to come in there and just remind um, the caller that it's actually the African Christian Democratic Party who is bringing the application to Parliament for ten days potentially. It, 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 it's the it, Christian it, Party. And they not seeing problem mean, with it, it.
0: does not mean because they, are, they call themselves Christian party, they hold the values of Christianity. It does not mean so. So they're just a party, just a political party.
1: So so, so what are you saying? Um, are you saying, therefore, what? culture and religion prescribes that men do not get to be. bond with their children at no, the no, very no, no. onset? How? That they do not no, no. get to help it, it their partners? Say.
0: It does not mean also when a man is giving leave uh, will bond with the child. So they, that, is, that cannot be scientifically proven. That is not correct. Mm-hmm. So the study talks about the interest of a child. I do not understand what part of the interest of the child because the interest of a child is determined by parents. So if the parents, I mean, it, the parents, according to their culture, according to their religion and the, the, the way of living, whatever you call it, they will determine what's the interest of the child.
1: Okay. That's Owen. And, and, you know, this could go on for a while, but there are other people who also went away. In Justin in Durban, good morning.
0: Morning. Um, I'm a gay man in Durban. I'm currently married for 10 years. And one of the things that are very important to me is the potential to be able to take the um, opportunity leave as a gay male.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And, obviously, um, four days is not it's not nearly sufficient enough to and at the moment the law is definitely totally discriminatory against gay men.
2: All right. Um, I just I just quickly wanna add there that um, on the twenty sixth of March the Durban Labour Court actually um, handed down a a groundbreak breaking order, you know, where that actually awarded homosexual men that have children um, you know, through four-month maternity leave, um, or paid maternity leave, so they are now on equal foot with, uh, you know, women. So uh, you can definitely, t- you know, consider having a child and and know that you would be entitled to four months.
1: Got that, Justin?
2: I
0: totally agree. I think also it needs to be um, it needs to be dealt with in such a way that it's actually up to the couple on how they wish to configure it. It also should be possible that both couples take. That maternity opportunity leave, if it's up to them, you can't just leave it also up to the courts, and it shouldn't be the court shouldn't be ahead necessarily of the law in each case. The law does need to be adjusted.
4: Okay. No,
2: no, no. But you misunderstand.ing That you you, you do, would not have to go to to court to actually have that um, you know taken into consideration, because um, your sure. empo- all employees in South Africa should take note of this judgment, and they should actually um, uh, you know make their policies in line uh, with providing you with um, four months paid maternity leave. The court um, actually also instructed that, uh, you know, the labour legislation around this be amended so that it appropriately makes, um, you know, provision.
4: Okay. All right.
1: Justin, uh, uh, thank you so much. But I think what I heard Justin asking there, um, uh, uh, Kyle, is whether there shouldn't be clear legislation, um, you know, such that, you know, it's not a matter of... Uh, hoping that the employers would actually comply and take note of that court order, but that it is very clearly legislated, as is the case with maternity leave. And just to add to that, what is the position of an
3: adoptive parent? Do they also get time Mm. off? Kyle?
2: At this stage, you know, no, no. You know, there's. it, it, it also comes down often to, um, you know, the the company policy. And as far as I know, this is also what the ACDP bill um, is suggesting, um, you know, that well, they're also asking for, for increased um, leave where there's adoption taking place. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember exactly how many days or weeks days that asked. But, for example, in, in this instance um, of this this case that came in front of the Durban Labor Court, the State Information Technology Agency actually uh, gave two months paid adoption leave. Um, but that was their, their policy with regards to that. Um, but, I mean, we have to take them into consideration that there are different scenarios when it comes to the whole uh, paternity and maternity leave um, issue. You know, what happens if the mother dies during birth? I've seen companies refuse to give any any form of leave except annual leave or unpaid leave in those circumstances where the father now has to go home and look after the baby. Um, Or, um, you know, what happens if the children are born prematurely and are in ICU? And then taking into consideration that going um, ahead... Uh, as the children grow up, there might be more medical complications. It cannot just come down on the woman. It cannot just be her responsibility, her worry. The fa- uh, you know, the father also needs to, to be involved. They should also be um, given, you know, the opportunity to do that as well.
3: Lisa? No, I think it's absolutely, absolutely right. There was actually a case in Cape Town last year in the High Court that revolved around the circumstances. The woman had had twins who were born prematurely. Um, she was in hospital for over a month he also went to the high court and said in a situation like this there clearly uh, there's a clearly urgent need for me to be around and supporting my children and my and my wife at this point in time i don't know what the outcome of that case was but i think there is a need for us to look at, at all those different permutations and who, and perhaps to even use the language of the primary caretaker, for, primary caregiver, for example, which is what we use in the child mm. support grant, where we don't recognise perhaps a gender. We don't try and fix it as the responsibility of one particular gender, mm. but we say whoever is taking primary responsibility for the child. And we can look at the examples of Sweden and the UK, for example, where Sweden will give 60 days to both, so both get two months. And then after the 420 days that remain they share between the two parties. So I think it's a good way to ensure that there is a greater equality in um, child caring under those circumstances. Mm. Let me just run through uh, some more messages coming
1: through. Odiz says, "Um, if I were to be blessed with a second chance of being a father, I believe I would approach it very differently and much better and wiser. Uh, Victor Rasha says, it is un-African for a man to stay home, especially when he is able to work. Men must always provide for their families. And uh, Gerald uh, Tolo says, just like the president said, we're a sick nation. How does culture come into bonding with your child? Menzim Sane says, men must be given uh, one month at least to spend with the newborn child, and also, and I guess more importantly, to help the mother. Mm. Cyprian Mgenela says, as for me, I had to fuse my three weeks uh, leave as my paternity leave, just to bond with my daughter last year. And uh, Tsepo says, leave or no leave, if something is important to you, you'll make time for it. It's a priority issue. Anything else is just an excuse. Mm-hmm. And then looking at the SMS line, Rajin Durban says, uh, for every working woman, there's a frustrated, hopeless unemployed man walking the streets and um, dibane says parents should not allow employers to bully them children and family are important and more important even than employment this one says uh, the problem with this topic is that it is based on the assumption that we must all be servants (laughs) i'm not sure how (laughs) but then oh oh unless you are saying that you know what women do is servant labor. It's servant labor exactly. Okay. Um if not send another sms mm-hmm. to clarify that. Uh mm-hmm. this one I don't agree that a woman's job be kept open for her. It's too costly to the company. Uh Lucky Village says uh with the high rate of uh promiscuity in South Africa, uh the country's economy will deteriorate if paternity is prolonged. A million, um Tata says we can have We have come a long way. When I had my children over 30 years ago, we had to leave our jobs. Mm. So we are getting there at least. Mm. And then uh, Togazani Pagati says, 14 days is enough for men and they must bring home the income. I do anything to help, but I won't change nappies. And this one says, what about a man with four wives? Will he be on leave permanently and, and and that's something that some of our listeners also mm. raised earlier You know, um, Alfred especially mm. with the very mm. interesting scenario of that uh, promiscuity uh, that uh, some
3: of uh, that Lucky mm. also raises what happens in that instance Lisa look I think you would obviously have to give them leave because if you're going to apply the principle that a father should be involved and in support of the mother and the child clearly if there is more than one female partner you would have to be doing that But wouldn't that be open to abuse? It could very much be open to abuse. And I also think one must take into account that one of the reasons why polygamy is a really bad idea is that most men can barely manage to... Support one household. So trying to support three or four, and let's say the president of the country, is extremely difficult. Somebody is going to be is going to lose out. So I just think that that's something one has to has to bear in mind as to whether or not polygamy is actually an affordable option for, for most. Mm. I mean, I think South Africa. I just want to add. You know. <clears throat>
2: Sorry. Yes, Ka? Yes, no, I just wanted to add and say, you know, if we if we want paternity leave um, in our legislation. It's, you know, we definitely need legislation that actually, you know, takes certain requirements and regulates it properly that, you know, takes the South African context into consideration and, and creates a space for this. You know, um, in other countries, marriage, for example, is a requirement, but I think Parliament would really have to investigate this properly and, and um, take a look at the financial impact um, on the economy, etc., so, you know, that we can find the perfect balance between the best interests of a child versus, you know, South Africa's uh, position in the world.
1: Mm. And then, of course, you know, there is the issue of uh, the evolving family unit mm-hmm. and, 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 and the sort of strain that that, you know, brings to bear on the nuclear unit. Because uh, whereas... In days past, perhaps there was more support from the extended mm. family structure. We don't have that that much Mm-mm. these days, Lisa.
3: No, the nuclear family is, the, is in the minority in South Africa. And in fact, I think what we should be looking at, and we haven't talked about them at all, are single mothers mm. who, get, who, if they don't have family, are in a very, very difficult position. And I think we have the broader question. And here we have some really interesting research that's looked at postnatal depression, which suggests one of the biggest predictors of postnatal depression in women is abandonment by the father, usually while she's pregnant. So I think we have to, we, it would be useful if we're going to have this discussion to have it in a comprehensive, contextualized way that also looks at why don't men want to get more involved. I like that question. Why don't men want to be more involved?
1: And and, then, of course, we're going to have to do that on another Mm -hmm. occasion because we're out of time. But to our guests this morning, uh, Lisa Vettin and uh, Kyle Krobler, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Akina. Thank you so much. And to our listeners, you always fantastic in your participation. And to the production team, thanks so much for making sure it went out loud and clear this morning. Well, we'll be back between 6 and 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Until then, you take care.